on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. He'll make the grab. He's going in. Touchdown, Alabama. Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this is Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. Hey Coach is also brought to you by Ford. For great offers on F-150, see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide, Golden Flake, the official potato chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Coca-Cola, share a Coke. Chick-fil-A, the Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are proud partners of the Crimson Tide. Toyota, visit your local Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. And by Bud Light. This football season, keep it crisp with Bud Light. Now, this is Hey Coach. Here is your host, the voice of the Tide, Eli Gold. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Tuscaloosa. Another edition of Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show on the air this evening. And we've got a uh, big show for you tonight. We'll be opening it up with Alabama's rowing coach, Glenn Putre. He's with us. An interesting story to talk about with him, about his uh, ladies. We'll discuss rowing. And for some of you who might not be all that familiar with the sport, well, tonight it'll be Rowing 101 as we talk about it together. Lauren Sisler is going to be here, our media guest. Uh, as you, you hear, she brought the uh, cheering section with her. There, uh, uh, there you go. Uh, one, two, three. They're having their meeting in the phone booth down the hall, but it's nice to see. Just kidding, Lauren. Great to have Lauren with us from ESPN and the SEC Network. And, of course, Coach Saban will join us here at the top of the hour. If you'd like to join the conversation, feel free to join us at... Uh, 877-202-BAMA, 877-202-BAMA. That is the Academy Sports and Outdoors Hotline. As you're listening in to Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show, we're presented by Alpha Insurance. And by the way, with so much going on on campus now, so many different sports teams already uh, into their regular season, you can stay up to date with the latest on the Crimson Tide by tuning in to Tide TV this week. It's presented by Renaissance Bank. Check your local listings for the airtimes in your area. And don't forget that Tide TV this week is also available online and on demand at RollTide.com. Stay tuned. More of Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill, the official watch party location of the Crimson Tide. Baumhauer's Victory Grill, legendary fun legendary food. We talk rowing with Coach Glenn Petre when we come back here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Fall for a new look now at My Eye Doctor. It's the perfect time to change up your style and enjoy big savings on designer glasses like $145 for a complete pair of Calvin Klein's, Valentino's, and more. Schedule an appointment today. We accept all insurances. Eye care and eye wear are better together at My Eye Doctor, doctors of optometry. MyEYEDR.com. Red 18. This season, you can share a Coke with your team on it. So I'm going to tell you how with a little help from this quarterback. Sally, 44. You can share a Coke when your team's up. Red Poncho. You can share a Coke when your team's down. Happy Jolly. You can even share a Coke with your rival on game day. 
Or you can share a Coke when you're giving out your famous guacamole recipe in a completely packed stadium. Cilantro, chopped onion, squeeze a lime, Roma tomato, hike. Share a Coke with a fan this season. Ice cold, delicious. The Walk of Champions. Denny Chimes, the Million Dollar Band. At Alabama, traditions run deep. Ford has a tradition, too, building rugged, dependable trucks, including Ranger, with Ford Copilot 360 technology. Available driver assist features that give you the confidence to navigate crowded roads. You know, like Tuscaloosa on game day. See your local Ford dealer, proud sponsor of Alabama football. Driver assist features are supplemental. Do not replace the driver's attention, judgment, and the need to control the vehicle. Everwood Treatment Company is wood treated right. Everwood is the most technologically advanced pressure treated wood available. That means no rotting, no decay, no problems. Just wood treated right. Everwood is your treated wood source and the official pressure treated lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. If you're looking to add or replace decks, outdoor structures, or commercial jobs, choose Everwood for wood treated right. If you need it, we'll get it to you. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Discover something amazing at Cook Museum of Natural Science. Explore a cave, crawl inside a beaver lodge, marvel at live animals including saltwater fish, turtles, snakes, jellyfish, alligators, and more. Experience nature close-up through interactive exhibits and hands-on activities. Discover why life is amazing at Cook Museum of Natural Science in downtown Decatur, Alabama. For more information, visit cookmuseum.org. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Coach and the Nick Saban Show on the air from Baumhauer's Victory Grill, presented by Alpha Insurance. Hey, a quick reminder that Sports Collectibles is your one-stop shop for authentic Crimson Tide memorabilia and collectibles, offering authentic autographed items, framed jerseys, and other great gift ideas. All of the signed items also come with a certificate of authenticity and a 100% money-back guarantee. Look for sports collectibles at Bryant-Denny Stadium this season or shop online if it's easier for you at sportscollectibles.com. Now our first guest of the evening, joining us courtesy of Everwood Treatment Company. Everwood, the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood is wood treated right. He is Glenn Putre, rowing coach here at the university. Good to see you, sir. Good to have you back. Thanks for having me. And before we go any farther, congratulations on being the Big 12 Coach of the Year. And yes, I said Big 12. I'm sure many folks know, though some probably don't. Bama is in the Big 12 for rowing along with the Tennessee Vols since our conference, the SEC, does not have a full-fledged rowing program. But regardless, you're the Coach of the Year. Congratulations. Thanks, Eli. I appreciate it. It's... Uh... It was a lot of fun taking that uh, vacation bonus away from the Texas coach. I, I hear that. Uh, let's discuss the, the recruiting rowers to Tuscaloosa. I mean, when we think rowing, you think Pepperdine, you think, you know, teams out on the West Coast, uh, Texas you mentioned, but Alabama has had a team, but it's just kind of existed. Now, all of a sudden, uh, you've taken it to the next level. How difficult to recruit ladies to Tuscaloosa to be part of a rowing program that was, you know, for all intents and purposes, in its infancy? Well, I mean, I, I don't think I'm any different from any other coach here at the at University of Alabama. If we can get them here on campus, 
the, the campus the, will the sell itself. Yeah, yeah. It, it's an easy sell once we get them here. I mean, I think right. that's our biggest challenge all the time is getting them to take that first step and give us one of their five visits. But in all seriousness, when people think about uh, rowing, I dare say some of the more uh, water-based communities on the West Coast uh, have been, you know, the preeminent programs. Is as beautiful as the campus is, has it been a tough sell? It's not a tough sell. Like I said, if we can get them here, we yeah. have the, some of the best facilities in the country. Getting and them here, though. It can be a challenge, yeah, because yeah, we're asking them to take a leap of faith. Um, but again, we're, you know, rowing is a sport where you're really doing the same thing. It's just where you're going to do it that matters. Yeah. And what kind of support you're going to have and the people that are going to help you get stronger. And I, I, you know, we put our resources up against anybody in the country. You know, I, was, I had the pleasure, as well you know, of uh, uh, doing the uh, public address announcing at a, uh, a, a, a tri-meet that you had uh, last year against the University of Jacksonville and Creighton. And uh, it was, other than watching the sport on TV during the Olympics, I knew very little about it. But it is quite the setting there on the river. And, uh, I mean, these ladies are big-time athletes, man. I, you look at their arms, their shoulders... Uh, I'd put those arms and shoulders up against anybody on campus. There's a reason I don't row anymore, Eli. <laughs> I don't want to compete against the women on our team. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. They're, they're Division One elite athletes like every other athlete here on campus. And uh, I, I think one of the things they want to be seen for is their work ethic and how hard they work. And they put a lot of pride into how they present sure. themselves. Visiting with Glenn Putre, he is the uh, rowing coach here at the university. I did not realize until immersing myself uh, in preparation for that day and then just reconfirming with you a few minutes ago, you've got 60, that's 6-0, six 60 athletes on your roster. Uh, I, I'm guessing that's got to be the, the biggest roster of anybody in, uh, in you know, any of the team sports here at the university. Well, next to football, of course. Well, not counting football. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, the non-football. We have the largest women's team here at the university. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, it, it sizes a number, you know, when you have support. Yeah. You know, we have a great coaching staff, and we have athletic scholarships that allow us to recruit and retain those athletes. And you were telling me that you have another 70 or 80 ladies mm -hmm. who are trying out for the team, uh, are these invited walk-ons? Are they scholarship uh, players or rowers? Uh, another 70 or 80 trying out on top of 60 who are already here. Yeah, so my, I have an assistant coach. Her name is Madison Keating, and she spent right. all summer uh, and most of last spring reaching out to high schools here in the state of Alabama, but then also going to every orientation session that we had. And talking to young women who were coming here to campus and knew they were coming to UA and offering the opportunity to come up for the team. Now, I would guess, and you certainly will correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm, I'm sure, uh, I, I don't know many high schools in the area that have rowing teams. So do you just find the athlete or do you find a, a young lady who looks physically fit and you say, would you like to learn how to do this? I, I'm not trying to be funny no, here. No, no. Uh, when you recruit people uh, and, and have an open tryout, uh, you got to just kind of go on, on, on look sometimes. 
Well, it takes a lot of courage to try out for a Division One athletic team. Sure. You know, if you're if you're coming to the university and a freshman and you take that first step to try something that you've never done before, you know, you know that person has courage. You know, whether they have the athletic ability to be good at it, that's what we help them figure out in the first month of school. If the person is an athlete, but maybe they played high school basketball or or whatever it might be, can you take a raw athlete and teach them how to be a a successful Division One rower? Absolutely. Yeah. We could teach them how to make the Olympic team really? if they're a really great athlete. Yeah, half of our Olympic team at the 2016 Olympics uh, was made up of athletes that had never rowed before they got to college. Really? Yep. I had no idea. We're yep. going to come back and continue with Glenn Putre. There's so much more to talk about as we uh, spend this evening talking a little rowing prior to Coach Saban joining us here at the top of the hour. Hey, Coach, and the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. We're back in just a moment here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Jill, why didn't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. Time now for the performance of the week presented by Cooper Tire. Visit coopertire.com to find your local Cooper Tire dealer. Tonight's honorees are Tua Tungovaloa and Landon Dickerson, who were each selected for SEC Player of the Week honors for their play against South Carolina last weekend. Tua, as you know, earned Conference Offensive Player of the Week honors. He went 28-36, passing for 444 yards and five touchdowns. He became the first Bama quarterback ever 
to throw for 400-plus yards and five touchdowns in the same game. And, of course, Landon Dickerson played 58 snaps, did not allow a quarterback hurry, a pressure, or a sack by the Gamecocks. The Tide rolling up 576 total yards of offense in their 47-23 win. So that is the Cooper Tire Performance of the Week. Visit coopertire.com to find your local dealer. Count on Cooper, an American company since 1914. Visiting now with Glenn Putre. He is the rowing coach here at the University of Alabama. I know it's a big event coming up later this season. The Tennessee Vols are coming to town for the first time to uh, row on the river here. Yeah, we're excited to be able to host uh, University of Tennessee here on our home course. We've raced them in the past, and uh, in the past it's been on their, on their course, on their terms, and so it's going to be really nice to have an opportunity to race here at Manderson and, and uh, show them what the, the fans here in uh, Tuscaloosa can bring. Sure. I think it was a great atmosphere the day I was there. It really was. It was something uh, very, very special. But let me ask a very elementary question, but maybe it's one that the folks at home are thinking about. You're in your boat, you're rowing down the water. Whether you're rowing in Tuscaloosa or rowing in Knoxville, is there truly a home course advantage uh, as significantly as there is in other sports? I mean, I think absolutely. When you're sleeping in your own bed, I think that's an advantage. Right. You know, you're, you're eating what you normally eat and you're comfortable in your space and you're surrounded by people that, you, that support you when you're on the road. You're sleeping in a hotel and mm -hmm. you're eating other people, you know. It, sure. Absolutely, there's a home course advantage. That's interesting. Hey, it was, it was, you guys start, the start line is down near Greensboro Avenue or something, mm -hmm. isn't it? You, you yep. finish right here uh, in the middle of campus. So... Uh, it's it's how long is the course for those who don't know uh, the traditional racing distance is 2,000 meters or uh, you know it's a mile and a quarter basically. right right and I'll tell you the event I covered uh, you guys had everybody covered by the time they came within the last 500 meters or so it was no contest uh, your ladies were were way ahead of everybody else uh, it's it's got to be a good did you expect you're confident in your own ability, I know, but did you ex truly expect this program to take off and succeed as quickly as it has? I mean, it, nothing happens quickly, you know? I think there's a, I think the foundation was really solid when I got here, and uh, it was just a function of, you know, putting some finishing touches on something that was already here, and I, again, I was, I was, I was blessed to inherit something that was already yeah, pretty solid. You know, you're just—it's like anything else. You know, the—you know, it's what Co Co Coach Cocker says. You know, I'm just gonna—you're already at Bentley. I'm gonna put some spinners on you. You know, <laughs> that sounds uh, like it. <laughs> it does it really does? We're gonna come back and wrap things up with Coach Putre right after these messages. As we spend time together here at Baumhauer's Victory Grill. Hey, folks, you can keep up with everything Alabama with the new Alabama Roll Tide mobile app. Presented by Bancorp South. It's available at the App Store and Google Play. Download the Roll Tide mobile app now. It's absolutely free. Hey, Coach and the Nick Saban Show. Presented by Alpha Insurance. For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. This is the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
Here's a real tweet from a real Chick-fil-A guest. George writes, Who knew grilled chicken nuggets could taste this good? Well done, Chick-fil-A. Wow. George, you're making us blush. What can we say? Maybe it's the lemon or marinade or that backyard flavor we try so hard to get just right. It's like me grilling at home. It tastes very similar to that, except the seasoning. I, I probably can't season it as well as uh, Chick-fil-A does. Thanks, George. You're too kind. Try some grilled nuggets yourself at your local Chick-fil-A. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonial. At Window World of Alabama, their motto is the same as it was when they began in 1995. Provide superior products installed by professional craftsmen at guaranteed low prices. It's no wonder that Window World has grown to become America's largest window replacement company. They take pride not only in the quality of their products, but in the service and care they give you from the start of a job to its completion and beyond. Call Window World of Alabama for your free in-home estimate at 205-916-2189 or visit windowworldalabama.com. Window World, simply the best for less. So, any homeowners in the audience? Yeah? Okay, all right, get this. The other day, my wife and I went shopping for a new home. You know, a place for the kids to, I don't know, grow up. And we didn't even bother to get pre-qualified. If you shop for a home without getting pre-qualified, people might just assume it's a big joke. Fortunately, Trustmark can get you pre-qualified for just the right amount and help you close on your dream home when you find it. Connect with a loan officer at Trustmark.com mortgage. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. A pre-qualification is not a commitment to lend. Tuscaloosa Royal Furniture is now open at 635 Skyland Boulevard. Come see why Royal is known for the lowest prices in furniture and mattresses and the most financing options to meet your needs, no matter your credit history. During Royal's grand opening, you'll get special discounts up to 50% off, plus 60 months interest-free with no minimum purchase. Or finance with Royal's easy in-house credit and get a free TV. Visit us on Skyland Boulevard off Highway 69 and enter to win Alabama football tickets during the grand opening sale at Royal Furniture. Hey, I'm Kirk Herbstreet, and I watch college football like it's my job. It is your job. I know, but sometimes I like to get out of the booth and chill. Here, have a Coors Light. Thanks. So, where was I? You're on my couch. In my spot. Oh, is this your spot? It's a nice spot. Great view. Grab some Coors Light for every game day. Official partner of the Crimson Tide Sports Network. 2019 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, make your next tailgate legendary with a bottle of Baumhauer's legendary hot sauce and one of their convenient party-ready trays. Visit baumhauers.com slash tailgate for more information. Baumhauer's Victory Grill, legendary fun, legendary food. Final moment or so with Glenn Putre, the head coach of the rowing team here, the, the reigning coach of the year in the Big 12 with Alabama in the Big 12 for rowing events. You've got the schedule uh, set to go here before much longer. You guys will be heading to uh, Oklahoma City in early October. Yes, sir. We go to uh, Oklahoma City in uh, beginning of October, and then we head to uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, for right. the uh, head of the hooch. Head of the hooch, right. Yeah, in the fall, and then uh, our first home race will be February 29th. Uh, here at Manderson Landing with uh, SMU Mustangs and uh, cool. the Eastern Michigan, uh, what is it? Eastern Michigan. The Eastern Michiganders. The yeah, that'll, that'll Eastern work. Michigan. Yeah. Well, listen, folks, if you have never been, take it from me. You need to go. Uh, there is no admission charge. You just walk right up. It's a beautiful setting and, uh, and, and support the ladies. 
And if you're not familiar with the sport, I think you'll find it very, very intriguing. And listen, I, I congratulate you again on uh, the performance of last year. I know we had the Big 12 Boat of the Week and Boat of the Year and all sorts of honors. That's wonderful. And uh, keep up the great work, Coach. Good to see you. Thanks, Eli. My pleasure. Glenn Petre, the head rowing coach here at the University of Alabama. Coming up shortly, of course, Coach Nick Saban will be here. Quick reminder, Saturday, Alabama against Southern Miss, an 11 o'clock game. Broadcast time is 8 a.m. on Saturday morning, and the broadcast from Bryant-Denny Stadium will be presented by Renaissance Bank. We're back in a moment here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. You know the sound of performance. And you definitely know the name of performance. Toyota Camry, Corolla, and RAV4. A lineup that remains unrivaled. Toyota, let's go places. Get 0.9% APR for 48 months on a new 2019 Toyota RAV4. Offer valid through September 30th, 2019. Zero down for well-qualified buyers with approved credit and financing through Southeast Toyota Finance. 2125 monthly payment for every 1000 financed. Excludes tax, tag, registration, title, and dealer fees. See dealer for details. Off-season for Bama fans? Yeah, right. We show our team spirit year-round. Now with a University of Alabama Visa check card from Regions, you can roll tide wherever you go. And with Regions' next step tips and tools, you and your Visa check card can go further. Regions is the official bank of the SEC, and we know greatness is in the grind. To learn more, visit regions.com slash GoBama. Regions, member FDIC. Terms, conditions, and fees may apply. Hey, do any of you Bama fans work with commercial trucks? What do you do to keep them rolling? Well, I'd get Snyder Fleet Solutions on the job. Snyder provides tire and mechanical service for some of the biggest fleets in the country from 80 locations, including five right here in Alabama. If you haven't seen what Snyder can do, it's time. Whether you've got one truck or 200, check them out at SnyderFleet.com. Your next haircut now has a shortcut. Introducing the Sport Clips Haircuts app. That's right, now the cut you want is just a tap away. Just download the app, check in at your neighborhood Sport Clips and choose your guy smart stylist, and you're done. We'll text you when your stylist is almost ready. Then head to Sport Clips for a championship haircut experience. It's home field advantage for your hair. No appointment needed. Just download the Sport Clips app and check in. And don't forget a beard trim. Sport Clips, you choose the cut, we cut the weight. We are back, closing in on the top of the hour and the Nick Saban Show, Eli Gold. We're joined now by a dear friend. Great to have her in town for the coverage of this weekend's uh, game. And, of course, you've enjoyed her on ESPN, SEC Network, uh, her coverage of football, gymnastics, the SEC Nation. She's on AL.com. And what, what don't you need? Did you probably drive the bus to the stadium or something? We, got the, we got the team bus. Yeah, I like to show for everyone around. Lauren Sisler. Lauren Sisler is with us. Great to see you, and I'm thrilled the way things have gone for your career, man. It's, uh, it's wonderful watching you from your days on uh, WDBJ in Roanoke, Virginia, yeah, to where you, know you about are the now. Life. Yeah, yeah, DBJ, CBS 42, AL.com, and of course, just hanging out, and I'm, I'm excited to have my crew here. I got to. I got to get them out. I'm the social chair of our ESPN crew. Well, that's not a surprise. I mean, Kelly and Roy are not uh, the social butterflies <laughs> like you are. Uh, they, there I, you go. I got to keep them in check. 
Listen, I'm glad you're here. Uh, we're going to have uh, Lauren joining us when Coach Saban is along. But right now, we have to pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Crimson Tide Sports Network. The Alabama Crimson Tide returns home to Bryant-Denny Stadium this Saturday for a meeting with the Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles of Conference USA. Based in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Bama has dominated Southern Miss over the years, and the series resumes this weekend after a five-year hiatus. The 44th meeting ever between the Tide and the Golden Eagles will take center stage on tonight's September 19th edition of the Nick Saban Show. Here we go! Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this is the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. Now, with head coach Nick Saban, here is your host, Eli Gold. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Tuscaloosa. Another edition of the Nick Saban Show. The coach just making his way into the restaurant, and if you'd like to join the conversation, it is toll-free, 877-202-BAMA, 877-202-BAMA. Uh, it's the Academy Sports and Outdoors Hotline. The Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. Eli Gold, Lauren Sisler is alongside from ESPN and the SEC Network, and uh, the coach getting himself situated here as we get set to uh, explore another uh, week of Crimson Tide football. Coach, good to see you. How you doing? Doing great. How are you? I am well, and of course, you know Lauren. Uh, she told me that she's already got a couple of questions in the back pocket waiting for you. Well, I got one for her because she came to practice today, so I'm, I just want to know what exactly did you find out at practice today? I mean, I know you're, you know, scout and all that. So what did you exactly find out there today? What, what I want to tell you that I found you? out is that that noise you guys pump inside of there is piercing. I do not know how you guys do that because the communication out there, we were trying to talk to each other. It's pretty wild. So I kind of get what you guys deal with there on the field on game day. Kind of. Maybe a little bit. Well, you know, the purpose of doing that is we used to just do it when we played on the road. So we did it for the offense, knowing that there would be noise when we had the ball. But what we started to find out, especially against no huddle teams, when we played at home and our fans are very spirited and they make noise when the other team has the ball, our defensive players couldn't communicate. So when we play at home now, we have the noise going for the defensive players because you can't communicate. That's, we don't want you to be able to verbally communicate. You have to use hand signals, and everybody's got to get the signals from the sidelines. Like last week, you know, there was at least a half a dozen times when we're not lined up on defense because they're going fast, and everybody doesn't get the signal from the sidelines, and, you know, you got people out of position. So that's the purpose. We try to create chaos. It wasn't that we didn't want you to be able to talk during practice. We just <laughs> didn't want the players to talk. Got to keep those secrets at yeah. bay. Yeah. Why don't you jump in with your first uh, formal question, Lauren, and let's get us going for the night. Well, I was going to ask you how you're doing, but you look like you're doing pretty good here. Four weeks into the college football season, how are you feeling overall about this football team, uh, offensively, defensively, and just across the board right now? 
Well, we've done some good things so far. Uh, I don't really think we've, you know, sort of played a complete game and played our best from start to finish in any game, you know, so far. Um, you know, I, I, I think that the fact that we have a lot of young players playing, especially on defense, and we've lost some of our more experienced players, um, you know, those guys are a little more anxious, a little more apprehensive. Uh, you can't really coach experience. They've got to get it on the job. Uh, we got to do the best job that we can to help prepare them. But there's still a lot of anxiety in the game, especially when the other team does something a little bit different than what we practiced and what we prepared for. So uh, that's a bit of a work in progress. But, you know, I like the attitude of the players. I like the young kids. They're going to be really, really good players. Um, and it's, it's a challenge for us. But, you know, the other thing that I think, you know, I've talked about before that we haven't played as well as I think we can play, even though we've done some great things, especially on offense, been very explosive, made a lot of big plays, got too many penalties, which we got to get that part of it resolved. But the players have to understand that the other team sees their vulnerabilities. So we're trying to get them to pay attention to detail uh, and do the things and understand the things so that they don't have those vulnerabilities because when you play somebody down the road that's good, they're going to take advantage of that because that's what you're putting on tape. You know, all these guys want to play, right? but then if you're going to create value, what you put on tape, you better play good. And, you know, sometimes players don't understand we're actually protecting them by not playing them before they're ready to play. So um, we want everybody to be ready to play, and I think we got a couple guys, you know, that are – being pushed into playing on defense maybe before they were ready, but they've done a good job with the challenge. Let's talk about one of the young guys on defense, Justin Aboigby, the uh, freshman defensive end. Had that foot injury early. He's okay and apparently being pressed into service now with LeBron Ray's injury. Let's talk a little bit about him because I know the fans have heard the name, probably don't know that much about him. Well, Justin was actually a starter because LeBron was not, didn't go through spring practice right. because of a previous foot injury, which this is an aggravation of. Uh, and so he actually was a starter. He was here in the spring uh, and was doing extremely well in fall camp. Of course, when he, he was out for two weeks, that probably set him back a little bit. Sure. But we have a lot of confidence in him. I think Byron Young is another freshman that will sort of play that position too. And we're trying to get those guys to develop and get them to understand the importance of if they understand the basics and they really are confident in the basics of what they have to do, they'll be able to adapt better in the game when things happen that they haven't seen. I want to stay with this line of thought here. A question came in from the Nick Saban Show blog on AL.com. Greg in Moulton, Alabama, said, Coach, if our defensive line situation were to get really bad because of injuries, would we see some offensive linemen switch over to defense for depth? He says, I'm sure many of them played defensive line in high school. Thanks and roll tide. <laughs> well, if you could identify the guys on the offensive line that we think could help us play defense, I'd be They'd the first be guy to put them over there, <laughs> believe me. Um, but, but I think that, you know, we are getting in a situation now where we're getting to where we don't have, you know, that many players at that position. Sure. Uh, it's going to be very critical that we can stay healthy at that position or there'll be, you know, a pretty significant drop-off. And if you can't control the line of scrimmage on defense and you can't affect the quarterback with the pass rush, you know, it, it, it gets more difficult to really play good defense. 
And uh, I didn't think we played particularly well last week. We played too many plays in the game. You know, most people don't understand. You know, we played like 90 plays of defense in the game last week. We played 64 plays of offense. Well, everybody thinks the offense was great and the defense was not so good. And I think the defense could have played a lot better and they're responsible for getting off the field. All right, but we have to be able to control the ball on offense, not just control the tempo of the game and make a lot of explosive plays, but we got to keep the ball some because if we keep playing that many plays, we'll get a lot more guys hurt because that means we're playing one-third more plays in the game than the other guys on offense. So it's hard to keep those players fresh, and it's hard to keep them healthy. So uh, that's a team thing that's got to be something that we can manage better. But I don't know that we have an offensive lineman uh, that I think could go over to the defensive side of the ball and make a significant impact unless we just completely run out of players on defense. Gotcha. Let's go to the phones, Coach. Our first call of the night brought to you by Alabama 811. Always contact 811 before you dig to know what's below. Call 811 or online. Visit al811.com. Speaking of the offensive line, we've got your uh, de facto offensive line coach on the phone, Pee Wee, down in Grand Bay, Alabama. Hello, Pee Wee. Good evening. Hey, Eli. Pee Wee, what's going on, man? Uh, storming down here, coach, at the moment. So, but, uh, Anyhow, you know, uh, I, I, Eli had spoken earlier about, you know, Tua and Landon making uh, SEC Players of the Week this week and, uh, and everything. But, uh, you know, they weren't the only ones that were, that were chosen, you know, for an award, which you were, which is uh, being inducted into the sport, uh, the uh, Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame next, next year. And uh, I just want to tell you that, uh, that that I think, you know, all of us as Alabama fans are very proud of that for you, and, and it's well, well deserved. It is a great honor, Coach. Congratulations. Well, I, I really thank you, Pee Wee, for, um, for that. Um, certainly it's an honor for me. There's a lot of outstanding folks that uh, had so, a lot of great accomplishments and accomplishments in the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. So... Uh, this is something that's very, very flattering. But I think that there's so many people that have contributed to, you know, our success, you know, through the years, whether it was at LSU or here at Alabama. And I think when you get awards and you get recognized and things like this, you're only really kind of receiving these awards on behalf of all those people. I mean, you know, Kirby was there the whole time we were there. Uh, Derek Dooley was there the whole time. Jimbo Fisher was there the whole time. I mean, there's a lot of people who contributed to recruiting a lot of good players. Uh, and I'm sure the success that we've had here at Alabama also enhanced that. And we've had, you know, a, a, a large number of great players, but a lot, a lot of really, really good coaches who have contributed to the success that we've had here too. So uh, it's great to be honored like this, but I'm only receiving the honor on behalf of all the folks who contributed to the success that we've had. What makes a coach a good recruiter? I mean, there are so many coaches out there. Why do some excel while others may not do so? Oh, uh, boy. Um, you know, obviously, a salesman that has a good product obviously can do... That helps. Uh, that helps. Yeah. And obviously we have, I think, you know, a marvelous product here at Alabama and a great tradition uh, and a history of people having success personally, academically, and athletically. So, you know, when you can call on those things and you have this statistical information of what your graduation rate has been one of the highest in the country and, 
you've won a lot of games and guys have had opportunities to play in big games and a lot of these guys want to play in the NFL someday and you got 56 guys playing in the league. You know, all those things make it like you got really something good to sell. But I think at the end of the day, every player wants to know you care about them as a person mm -hmm. and you want to spend the time to develop relationships with them and help him have a chance to be successful. I think that's what every player really wants to do. And I think that the people that really like recruiting, you know, spend a lot of time developing relationships with players. They talk to them, they spend a lot of time, they get to know them as people as well as football players. So uh, I think if you're gonna be a successful recruiter, you gotta recruit every day and you gotta develop relationships with people, but it also helps if you had something good to sell. Very true. Coach, to your right, we have a gentleman here at Baumhauer's with a question. Good evening, sir. Hey, Coach. Um, so I was wondering, what do you like so much about the slant pass and what made it so effective last week against South Carolina? Well, it's not just a slant pass. Um, a lot of those slant passes that we throw are part of RPOs. Okay, so if you have a middle-of-the-field safety, that means you can only have four guys underneath and three guys deep and four guys rushing. All right, so if you run horizontal-type patterns, that means if we run a guy on a bubble pass, like the, the one Rugg scored on, we ran a guy on the bubble pass, so that guy had to take him to the flat, and then the guy runs a slant right behind where he left, so now the corner's got to play it from outside in. When you play split safety coverages, some of those aren't as effective but we don't even throw them because when it's split safety coverages, there's too high, so Tua hands the ball off. So what seems to be, oh, we're in love with the slant pass. No, we're only throwing it which, when it's an advantage for us to be able to throw it, if that makes any sense. And we have probably, I don't know, six, eight, ten different RPO type things, you know, that we throw that are different pattern combinations. Uh, but they all work better when there's six guys in the box, which means there's a middle of the field safety. When people play split safeties, they're a little bit harder, you know, to complete because you've got somebody on top of the receivers as well as somebody rerouting them below. So the windows are not as, as, as big. So you're always looking for formations that will get people into certain coverages. And when you get them in them, then we're able to throw them. And two is really good at reading them. And it works great. So, but I think that's why everybody, and I'm not going to get too technical here, but everybody that used to play nickel used to play four down guys and two linebackers, four, two, five. Everybody's heard of it and five defensive backs. Well, you really can't stop the run if you play split safety coverages when you have a four, two, because you've got one extra run gap. So some kind of way you've got to take the run gap, but you want to play split safety coverages to stop the RPOs. So now everybody plays a three, four front with two, four eyes and a nose guard so you got all the gaps and you're spilling the ball to the outside people. It's not as good a pass rush, right, but you can play split safety coverages and stop the run. So the people who play the best defense now play that way. We kind of play both ways. Uh, but And the team that we play this week, Southern Miss, they play that way. You know, they'll play a lot of 3-4, 3-3 stack, right, which they got guys all over the place, so it, they, play, they can play more split safety coverages if they need to. You see, that's why you're you and I'm me. You have that magnificent answer. I would have said, so I just like, I, so like, I like the guy who throws it, and I love the guys who catch it. That's the way I would have explained it right there. 
you know. That's, that's probably better than I did, to be honest with you. <laughs> We're going to come right back. We've got a lot more from Coach Nick Saban and our special media guest, Lauren Sisler. Don't you go away as we're spending time tonight on the Nick Saban Show, proudly supported by Alpha Insurance. Visit alphainsurance.com and find a local agent for auto, home, and life insurance. Call Alpha. Back in a moment here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. At Alpha Insurance, our goal is to be your MVP providing you with the most valuable protection. That means saving you money on home, car, and life insurance, and providing championship service from a helpful hometown team. Call Alpha for your insurance needs today, and let us show you why we consistently rank among the top insurance companies in the Southeast for customer satisfaction. The Walk of Champions, Denny Chimes, The Million Dollar Band. At Alabama, traditions run deep. Ford has a tradition, too, building rugged, dependable trucks, including Ranger, with Ford Copilot 360 technology. Available driver assist features that give you the confidence to navigate crowded roads. You know, like Tuscaloosa on game day. See your local Ford dealer, proud sponsor of Alabama football. Driver assist features are supplemental. Do not replace the driver's attention, judgment, and the need to control the vehicle. The Cooper Discoverer AT3, our most trusted truck tire, is now better than ever and available in three new models. The 4S, the LT, and the XLT. They're designed for the reliability and durability to find adventure beyond the pavement. And we've backed these durable tires with a Cooper mileage warranty of up to 65,000 miles. Learn more about the reliable Discoverer AT3 family of tires at coopertire.com. Count on Cooper. Best tailgate? It's gotta be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's gotta be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No. Seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. Tua waits for the snap, gets it, steps back, looks left, everybody's covered, throws, Najee, first down, he'll accelerate, he'll cut inside the defender, then leaves him in his wake at the 30, hurdles over a man at the 15, and he will take it in for a touchdown! Oh my goodness, one of the plays of the year, early in this 2019 season, Najee Harris, it goes 43 yards, he stiff arms one guy, breaks a tackle, hurdles over another, and takes it in for a touchdown, what a play! What a play it was. You know, that's what you enjoy, Lauren Sisler, when we're lucky enough to, to follow a team like Alabama. You see plays like that, you just kind of shake your head sometimes. We were just talking about how these guys va basically vaporize. So it's yeah. like the old Nintendo games where they hit the star and then they just take off and yeah. it's, whoop, that's it, game over. Yeah, remarkable. Great, great talent. And, of course, we'll be talking more about uh, Najee as uh, we get set for this weekend. Uh, Coach Nick Saban making his way back up to the stage. Coach, when you watch a guy like Najee do what he did on that touchdown, I mean, you see him on the practice field. Do you, do you like the rest of us, do you just sometimes shake your head in amazement at what these men can do, what their ability allows them to do? Well, yeah, <laughs> I do. Uh, but, you know, we, we've not been 
you know, a big fan, of really, for safety purposes yeah. of Najee jumping over people. Um, but I guess when you have success doing it, um, I, I had a coach once that said you can break any rule to win the game. So there you go. <laughs> Doesn't want to break but, anything but, but, else. But no, I, I just. That's exactly uh, right. I, I do think that you know Najee had his best game. He played with a lot more confidence in the game. He pressed the line of scrimmage a little bit better on the runs. He had some real positive downhill runs in the game. Uh, I've always talked about, and people, you know, don't really know what a good receiver he is mm -hmm. and how good he is in space because of his size, his ability to break tackles, but. You know, he's, he's got good change of direction, so he's really hard to get on the ground, combination of those things. Uh, and it showed up on that play that he made right before the half on the fourth and two. Um, you know, he, he made a guy miss, he broke a tackle, and he jumped over a guy yeah. uh, all in one play. So uh, the jumping over part, you know. You can do without if you want, had a choice. Well, but, you know, I mean. It, it worked for him, yeah. but I just, from a safety standpoint, we always try to get him to keep his pads down. I hear you. Lauren, what else is on your mind to ask the coach? All right, coach, I want to know about your game. We're talking about your basketball game. We, we hear about your noontime basketball league. Which coach could you take one-on-one? -on -one? I want to hear this confidence that you've got. Who could you take one-on-one? -on -one? Well, you know, I've been WIA. You know what that is, wounded in action, right? True. I mean, sure. I could, we, we didn't play last winter which is the first time we've never played, you know, since I, I can started coaching. So they didn't I mean, play in your absence either. They didn't play in my absence. Um, so, you know, but it was all because of the hip thing. And now that I got that fixed, I'm, I'm ready to go. So, but I do have to, I, I have to watch the guys on our staff. You know, when we get so much turnover on staff, everybody worries about how that affects the program, how it affects the players. Well, it affects my basketball team, <laughs> right, too, because now i got to check out the guys and see who can play. So I don't who, know who can play. Who's got the most skill? You, besides you. No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't have the most skill. I just got the Being the commissioner, I can pick my team, so I can pick better players on my team. Mm -hmm. I get to pick the guy that guards me, I, which I can get somebody that I'm at least a little better than. Right? And I call the fouls. So... <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a pretty good equalizer. I guess. That's right. That's great. Let's go back to the phones. Our second call of the night joining us on the Academy Sports and Outdoors Hotline comes from Evansville, Indiana. Eric, welcome into the Nick Saban Show. Hello. Hey, Coach. How you doing, Nick? Good, Eric. How are you? Well, I, was, I had the privilege. Comment first, question second, but I had the privilege of being there um, uh, for the Raging Cajuns last year, waited 40-something years to come down to a home game. Met you, got my picture taken, and met Eli. Awesome, awesome visit. Okay. And uh, I, I, I appreciate it, and I'm hoping to get down there this year. However, uh, we stayed to the end of that game, to the zeros. And uh, I was just curious. I've been wondering. I know I heard you last week about uh, the students and then the uh, general ticket holders. How did they respond since you made that comment? Well, I, I don't think it's really a fair sample to base it on the last game because it was, you know, like over 100 degrees. A lot of people were having a lot of issues in the stadium. I mean, it was a management issue because of the heat. Now, there's been a lot of talk about us playing games in the afternoon and those kind of circumstances, not just for the players, but also for the fans. And uh, so... 
I would have to say, based on that, I made comment about how much I appreciate the fans, you know, making the sacrifice to stay at the game and be at the game in those kind of circumstances and those kind of conditions, even though, you know, I always talk about everybody staying for, you know, 60 minutes in the game and competing like the players do. Uh, I think in that situation, there were a lot of players, a lot of people uh, who were there to be entertained and support the team and all that, that it was really uncomfortable for. And uh, I understand that. So I can't really say much about that based on that sample uh, of that one home game this year. But I'm hopeful that, you know, the students and uh, all our fans will stay there and support our team because I think, you know, you have recruits at games, you have guys making official visits, and the greater the spirit and the greater support, uh, the more those players want to be involved in the program. Exactly. Coach, to your right, we have a gentleman who's joined us here for the evening. Hello, sir. Hey, Coach, have uh, veterans like Raekwon Davis and Anthony Jennings been key in helping some of the younger guys on the front seven, you know, veterans get up? I, I don't think there's any question about we, we've got some really good older guys on our team uh, this year, and they've been very supportive of uh, the young players. Uh, and I, I, I think it takes a lot of patience. You know, we have a, those guys have a pretty high standard for the expectation of how they think we should play. And uh, what I've sort of tried to get them to understand is you can't get frustrated with young players. You know, uh, if, the, if the other players see that you're showing your frustration in them because whether they make a mental mistake or they don't, you know, fit a run right or whatever because you know, our players kind of know how we're supposed to do it. Um, you know, that's not good. It doesn't help their confidence. It makes them more anxious. Uh, even though we want to have success, you know, I, I, you've heard me say this a hundred times before, you know, when you focus on outcomes, it's a distraction. You got to stay focused on what do we have to do to get the outcome. And that's what I like for our older players to do with these young guys. And they have been very supportive of the players. And I think that has been help, very helpful, you know, to the players. So, um, and those two guys are, are, have been very, very good leaders. Coach, let's talk a little bit about a young man who went to minor high school in Adamsville, Alabama, plays for Southern Mississippi. Their return man, Jalen Adams, who had a 100-yard kickoff return against Troy, an 89-yard kickoff return for a touchdown against Alcorn State. He had an 80-yard punt return for a touchdown against Alcorn State. Um, obviously, this guy's the real deal and then some. Uh, how do you prepare to face a return guy like that? Well, he is a very explosive guy. He's got great quickness, uh, very fast, straight line, explosive runner. Uh, and he's got three touchdowns on returns right. this year in three games. Uh, so it's going to be a real challenge, you know, to our teams to, um, you know, there's a lot of things that go into covering. All right, so A, kickoff coverage. All right, you know what the return's going to be. So everybody knows exactly how they have to recognize a return, how they have to dodge a block, and how they have to fit that, just like a running play. Sure. You know, just like last year, we, under, we were undercutting and tackling a guy inside the 15-yard line all the time. That was by design and by plan. So we're going to have to do a good job of that. And if one guy messes up and goes the wrong way, there's a crease. And this guy is one of those guys, that he's a crease runner. He's not a bounce-out guy. And when he hits a crease, he's gone. And that's going to be really important that our guys do a good job. When you punt the ball to the guy, the number one thing is, is we've got to do a better job of punting the ball with some kind of hang time and sure. good placement 
because the whole people don't understand you don't just line up and punt and everybody runs down the field. You know, you're punting in a direction, you've got people releasing in a certain direction, so you have lane coverage on the guys. And when you don't get that, you're really, really exposing yourself to a bad play. So uh, we need to get better execution from the specialist as well as the cover units have to do a really, really good job of containing this guy. Is Southern's blocking pattern particularly different or is it a lot just freelancing on the part of Adams? No, it's, they, they have a really good scheme and it's a scheme that we have not seen all year. Um, uh, it doesn't do me any good to explain it to everybody, sure. but uh, it is different and our players are going to have to recognize it, especially on kickoff coverage. Uh, their punt return, they do just do a good job of holding people up. You know, they'll rush four guys and hold everybody else up and make some people block and uh, they do a really good job. Coach, you had mentioned uh, in your press conference the other day about uh, the passing of the police officer here in uh, Tuscaloosa. And we have a phone call from Fort Payne, Alabama right now. Carl, who himself is a uh, police officer. Of course, if you're not familiar, if you're not in our area, Dornell Cousette was an, a, a police officer who was uh, killed in action the other day. And that's what we're speaking of. Carl, and you're on the phone with Coach Saban right now. Hey, Coach. How are you? Good, Carl. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, Coach, you know, our thoughts and prayers out, you know, to that Austin Smith's family, of course. Um, that's heartbreaking to hear that. Well, there's um, no question know. about the fact that, you know, everybody in our organization, uh, first of all, you know, we really appreciate what police officers do to help us have a safe community. I mean, it's really, really important that we have people like that who are willing to make the sacrifices that they make and put themselves at risk. I, which in Darnell's case was, you know, very, very detrimental to him and his family and our thoughts and prayers are with him. But uh, for all people who are in law enforcement, uh, we have a tremendous amount of respect for what you do and we appreciate what you do because uh, you help us all be safe. And, Coach, you know, sometimes I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think we say that enough. Well, I was a 13-year veteran. You know, uh, I've only been in law enforcement about two years, but definitely, you know, can see the dangers and, and all that involved. You know, football is an awesome sport. Uh, a lot of people know that officers don't, you know, aren't, don't really make that much money, but, you know, we do it because we love our, you know, our communities. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't get to come to any Bama games, you know, but that don't mean that me and my buddies don't spend every minute on Saturday watching, you know, our boys play. Right. Um, you know, uh, touching on the on the game, coach. I was just I was just curious about. I noticed in the RPO game, um, I noticed that this year we've been utilizing the speed, uh, all these, you know, these throwouts, and and just we've got the guys moving, and pretty much to full speed before we get the ball to them. You know, behind the line, I, I say that that's you know we're really getting past the defense. Uh, I just thought, you know, if you'd touch on that a little bit, I, I found that pretty interesting this year. Right. Well, I think that, you know, one of the ways that we have tried, and I think Sark has done a good job at this point, of getting, we have, you know, four receivers that are very explosive guys. And you could get those guys the ball in numerous ways. Uh, and we've tried to enhance different ways to be able to get them the ball. So it's not just running pass patterns down the field or running RPOs. Right, but we actually motion those guys throwing bubble passes. Well, those passes are really like runs. I mean, we're blocking the perimeter. Uh, it's like a quick pitch in the old days or whatever. 
Uh, but when you get these kinds of players in space, uh, just like the first play that uh, Henry Roque scored on in the New Mexico State game, we really only blocked one guy on that play. The other guy missed his block, and one guy, but he got the ball in space. We blocked one guy, missed one guy. He ran by the guy we missed, and so we blocked nobody. Yeah. And but we scored a, what, however many yard touchdown it was. 81 yards, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, what kind of plays do you know in football when you played that you didn't have to block anybody or you just blocked one guy and scored an 81-yard touchdown? None. Throw me in that briar patch whenever <laughs> you want to. That's Coach Nick Saban. I'm Eli Gold. Lauren Sisler is our media guest. We're going to continue with more of the show here in just a moment or so. But while we have an opportunity, hope you can join us here at Baumhauer's each week for your chance to win the Alumni Hall Item of the Week. Each week will feature a different officially licensed Crimson Tide gift courtesy of Alumni Hall. Shop Alumni Hall for all of your Bama gear. At Alumni Hall, the selection is unbeatable. Shop in Tuscaloosa, Birmingham, or Huntsville, and of course also online at alumnihall.com. More of your questions for the coach as soon as we come back. This is the Nick Saban Show on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. We've invented a new messaging system using the crisp sounds of Bud Light. Crisp Code Football Edition. This is how you say, game tonight, bring Bud Light. <sighs> Fantasy fees are due. <sighs> That's it for today. Brewed with no corn syrup. Bud Light, crisp. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Do you ever say, I wonder why? Are you always curious? then you are a natural student, and we say, learn on. The University of Alabama invites you to earn a degree through New College Lifetrack. Take courses around your schedule from wherever you are and structure those courses around things you want to learn, and you might even get college credit for life experience. You love to learn. Let a degree from Alabama be a symbol of that. For details, visit learnon.ua.edu. Hey, y'all, it's Marty Smith with Academy Sports and Outdoors. In SEC country, Saturdays only mean one thing. And for SEC fans, Academy Sports and Outdoors is the only place to gear up for the season. They've got gear for everyone. Shirts and jerseys, grills and smokers, drinkware and coolers. It's all here. Your team may not always get the win, but you can always win the tailgate every single time. Don't wait for the season to kick off. Shop now at your store or academy.com. In the South, we're superstitious about our football game day routines. So if you have to have a Jack's Made from Scratch biscuit on the way to the game to help your team play better, then we want to keep that tradition going. Better yet, to assure victory, buy a dozen Jack's Biscuits starting at just $15. Mix and match until you get the combination just right. After all, football is better with Jack's. Order ahead at eataJacks.com and score big this football season. Jack's, all about the South. Here now on a play-action fake to throw across Devontae, makes the grab, avoids a defender, to the 10, to the 5, touchdown, 42 yards, touchdown, Alabama. Devontae Smith, his longest reception of the year, of course, the man who became an instant legend with the game-winning overtime catch against the Georgia Bulldogs for the 
National Championship. Welcome back, Eli Gold up here. Coach Saban visiting with some of the fans here at Baumhauer's. Lauren Sisler is alongside from ESPN and the SEC Network. So now that you're working games as opposed to being uh, on the SEC Nation pregame show, where have you been here in the last... Uh, couple three weeks I here. know it's, it's flying by already yeah. isn't it so week one we were at Colorado Colorado State so we got to see Mel Tucker get his first win cool. as a head football coach uh, week two we were at Missouri Missouri West Virginia which was fun to watch obviously Kelly Bryant showing us what he's all about as a quarterback now of that football team and then last week we were with, with Georgia um, and Arkansas State so certainly been a great run so far getting to see some very talented football gotten to stay close to home in the SEC, so it's been a lot of fun. Georgia, of course, and again, difficult to tell against uh, the opposition, but uh, clearly they're, they're loaded. They are loaded for sure, and that offensive line, my goodness, those are some big old boys. Yeah, well, you know, uh, that's part of the business here. <laughs> part of the business, yeah. <laughs> it really is. How are you enjoying the, uh, not only the football, but getting back to your roots of gymnastics now that you work in sidelines? for the gymnastics, uh, you enjoying it? Yeah, it's been a lot of fun just getting to get in, in a different position there. You know, when you go out and you compete at that sport, it, it brings you back to that and you get that adrenaline that you used to feel when you would go out there and compete and, and, and perform for people out there on a big stage. And so sure. it's sort of, sort of some of the same when you get to come here and do this for a living on TV. Exactly, Lauren was an outstanding uh, gymnast. Were you were the team captain, if I'm not mistaken. I was, yes. At Rutgers, At Wonderful. the State University of New Jersey. The State University. Why don't you throw a question at the coach? All right, I, coach. I, I have a question. I, I oh. mean, sure. I, how, and I know you don't work directly with them now, but how did you put up with Marcus Spears and Greg McElroy? <laughs> I mean, because I, I had, you have I, to I had my him. time with them for yeah. four years. <laughs> I just wondered how your time with them yeah, if so it was any you, better than my time with so them. So you told us about the story of Marcus Spears getting in your convertible car when you pretty much had to put the top down because he couldn't fit otherwise when you were back at LSU? No, it wasn't pretty much. We, we, <laughs> we, there was no other way to do it but put I the just top stick down. his head out the top there. Yeah. Hey, those are great guys. They're a lot of fun. I always enjoy working with them. Always good personalities on that side of things. Love those guys. Um, so speaking on the defensive side of the football, speaking on youth, especially how is your approach different as a coach when you bring these younger guys in and help them transition from high school to college football especially with the speed of the game and what it is here in the sec well i i think i think guys come in with a lot of expectation now all right which is something that is not maybe beneficial to getting them to focus on development you know what we'd like for young players to focus on is how am I developing? All right, but we have sort of this, you know, these guys get a lot of positive self-gratification for the careers that they've had. They get five-star ratings, four-star ratings. So they come in with this expectation that they didn't really create for themselves, but they feel pressure that they have to play immediately. They have to make an impact right away. And when that doesn't happen, they get extremely frustrated. Where on what we'd like for them to do is focus on what do I have to do to develop to be a good player? How can I focus on the things that, you know, are really going to help me become the kind of player that I can be so I can be productive rather than, you know, looking at the outcome, what team am I on, how much am I going to play, rather than looking at what do I have to do to be able to play. Uh, and, 
you know, that, that's, that's really what we try to get those guys to be able to focus on. But the frustration, and I think this is why you have a lot of freshmen that transfer, get really frustrated, you know, why am I not playing? Why am I not starting? Um, but if you ask them who they're better than, they really can't tell you. Yeah. But right? they're used well, to being the big guy on campus. Right. So I, I usually ask, well, who are you better than? Oh, I'm not really better than anybody. Well, how, how, how are you supposed to play in front of the other guys? I mean, but it's an expectation that's created because everybody is telling them they should be playing. That's what they've been told all the way through. Right? But we should be focusing with our children right, and people that we coach and try to develop on development. You know, how can we get them to do the things they need to do so they can be successful and, and focus on that? But that's a word that is becoming uh, less and less significant in terms of what people think about. And everybody wants immediate positive self-gratification for I want to have success right now. And I'm not necessarily interested in all these things that you're talking about I need to do to be successful. And I don't think that's good. I don't think that's good for young people. And I don't think it's good for, you know, young. It, it just doesn't teach you the lessons of life right, that you need to be able to learn so that you can be successful. Very true. Very true. Coach, let's head down to Destin, Florida for our next phone call. Trent, welcome to the Nick Saban Show. Hello. Hey, how's it going, Coach? Thanks for taking my call. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I wanted to know, how's the uh, focus and intensity of the team been this week um, since you kind of gave them a, a little extra day of rest? And then also wanted to ask how you're uh, feeling about the secondary these days. Well, um, you know, the team has been pretty good this week. Um, I've, I've been fairly well pleased that we've, got, we've done better as the week has gone on, which is the way you'd like to see it. And if you're doing a good job of preparing your players, that's the way it usually happens. Um, you know, so do I ever know that, you know, I know that we all say practice makes perfect, and I think that's very important. Um, but I can't always tell by the way we practice how we're going to play in the game. Uh, because a lot of it comes down to, you know, what is a player's motivation? And, you know, I, I hate it that we have so much external motivation these days. You know, somebody has to say something about uh, bad about us or dog us in some kind of way for us to get motivated rather than why don't you just motivate it because you want to be the best you can be. You know, I want to be the best player I can be. I want to play on this team. This team can't win without me playing really well on this team. I want everybody to depend on me to be the best player that I can be, and I want to be the best player I can be. That, that, there's no motivation. You know, now if somebody says something bad about you or dogs us or say we're soft, oh, then we'll, we'll be ready to roll. All right, so we, we kind of like try to find something like that. But I'm always trying to get our guys to, to have – the attitude that you need to play at a consistent high level all the time. And hopefully, you know, that comes through. Uh, but um, so I can't ever know, you know, exactly how we're going to play. And uh, but I know one thing, you can't surrender to the heat. You can't surrender to frustration. You can't surrender to uh, things aren't going well for me. You can't surrender to I had a bad play. Uh, you've got to stay focused on what you need to do to play 
you know, well. And I don't think we played great um, at South Carolina. You ask about the secondary. You know, we had three guys that I thought played well in the secondary, and we had a couple guys that didn't play very well. And we're missing too many tackles. Uh, we're not filling and run supporting like we need to on the perimeter. Uh, you know, you got a guy that's got to have contain. You got a secondary contain guy. You got an alley force guy. And you got to have that on every play. And we just didn't do that very well. And that's why the ball, you know, broke out in the perimeter. And we didn't play some of the plays very well from inside out. So, uh, but we got a lot of young guys playing on defense up front. Uh, and I don't think the guys in the back can start making uh, adjustments in terms of what they're supposed to do, thinking those guys aren't going to do what they're supposed to do because then you have all kinds of breakdowns. So everybody just got to do their job. And we got to have confidence that everybody will do their job. Coach, thank you for that answer. We're going to come right back and have a final thought or two from Nick Saban. But right now, these messages here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Jill, why didn't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. From the Gamecock on 48, we've got seven and a half remaining in the third. Bama up comfortably. Helinski loses the ball as he is hit from behind. It's covered by DJ Dale. Anthony Jennings knocked it free. DJ Dale covered it up. And Alabama will no doubt have to go through a review process here. DJ Dale, another of the youngsters, the freshman from Clay Chalkville High School in uh, Birmingham. And uh, on the season, he has eight tackles, one sack, a tackle for loss, a fumble recovery, 
and a quarterback hurry. He's one of those guys that everybody wanted. Just like we talked about Justin Aboigby earlier, who was recruited by Bama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Miami, Tennessee, and the list goes on. DJ Dale, you know, Auburn wanted him, Clemson wanted him, Florida State wanted him, Tennant, the world wanted him, and Alabama got him. That's one of the youngsters you'll be talking about, I'm sure, come Saturday's telecast. That's right, exactly what Coach Saban was talking about. It's easy to sell a program when you've got so much surrounding, and obviously the tradition that he is here at Alabama, the talent, it speaks volumes. And of course, if these guys can be patient, they get in the game, and then eventually have uh, great careers here at Alabama. When uh, of the games you have done here in the last couple of weeks, has there been a lot of youth uh, on display at, at Mizzou and out in Colorado and so on? Yeah, there has been a lot of youth. One guy I point to at Georgia, George Pickens. He's mm -hmm. the, the Hoover the Hoover graduate there yep. and uh, certainly a tremendous playmaker, a lot of talent. And one thing Kirby Smart had talked about is his abilities to block and trying to teach him as a young guy how to go out there and block and make those big plays. and you know, certainly an impact player early. So it, it's been, you know, interesting to see some of these young guys get out there and develop and really get that impact playing time, that significant playing time early, uh, you know, as we cruise into week four of the season. And that's going to be a factor certainly here come uh, this weekend. It's, <clears throat> excuse me, as Bama gets set to meet the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. If you're not familiar with USM, their starting quarterback is a young man from Oxford, Mississippi, by the name of Jack Abraham, who had a career-high 463 passing yards in their game over the, uh, in their victory over Troy last time out. They won 47-42, so uh, he's a, a talented young man, and we'll be talking more about him certainly on Saturday as we sign on the air at 8 o'clock in the morning with the kickoff at 11 a.m. Now, as the coach joins us again, it's just about time for Coach Saban's final word for the evening. It's presented each week by Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Coach, your final thoughts for the weekend. Well, I tell you, you know, we've had uh, a lot of adversity so far this season in terms of, you know, some players get nicked up and beat up, and it's created a lot of opportunity for some other younger players and uh, I certainly would appreciate it if our fans were very supportive. Uh, you know, we have a lot of respect for Southern Miss and their program and their team. They're capable of scoring a lot of points. Uh, last year, they were one of the best defensive players and uh, best defensive teams in the country, uh, and they create a lot of problems for you. So, uh, you know, I think that some kind of way, you know, our team has really had a great spirit about them. Uh, we haven't done things the way we'd like to do them. We're not satisfied with where we are, but I like to see people get excited about this team. I like to see people get excited about, rather than just having an expectation that we're going to go beat everybody, um, you know, that we get excited about this team, you know, get excited about what do we have to do to support this team so this team can have a chance, the best chance to be successful because I think we've got a tough road to hoe uh, and we've got to do a great job of developing some people and, we got to get better and better and better. And I think when people are really enthusiastic and supportive, it really, really helps, you know, our players um, sort of get motivated to do that. So uh, this is going to be an exciting game for us, and it's going to be an opportunity for a lot of players to uh, see if they can go out there and play a complete game and we can dominate somebody. You know, sometimes you win the game, but you don't feel like you really beat the other team. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes this year and even at South Carolina, I didn't feel like we really beat the other team. We won the game, but we didn't really beat the other team. So, uh, and that's always been, you know, something that's been, you know, part of our MO that, 
Uh, we dominate the competition, the line of scrimmage. Our toughness has got to improve. There's just a lot of things that we need to improve, but I think spirit can help a lot in, in us being able to accomplish that. And we were just talking about their quarterback, Jack Abraham from Southern Miss, who, quite honestly, I didn't know that much about. Threw for 463 yards last week. Last year, he led America with a 73.1 percentage uh, of passing. Uh, and again, I don't know how the game's played out. Sometimes numbers can be misleading, but when you've got those kind of numbers, uh, they're not that misleading. The guy must be real good. Well, if, if people remember the Arkansas State game last year, mm -hmm. that offensive coordinator is now the offensive coordinator at Southern Miss, and they do a really good job of spreading the ball around, lots of screens, lots of different things to defend, lots of things that give you issues and problems on defense, and I got to do a lot of adjusting, and they run the ball effectively too, but this is a very good passing attack and a very good passing team. Yeah, Buster Faulkner, the man you're speaking of, uh, the OC at uh, Southern Miss. Listen, thanks as always for your time tonight. It's been a, a great show, and, uh, and your comments again about uh, the police officers, so very impactful. Yesterday, of course, they turned the blue lights on at Bryant-Denny Stadium uh, to honor him, and uh, uh, we thank you again for your time. and. Uh, for, for caring about the community as much as you do about football. Well, Miss Terry had some things going on this week. She's meeting with the mayor about doing some kind of center, and, you know, we dedicated our... Uh, yeah, the ribbon cutting. The, the ribbon cutting. I never that. get to go to those things, but, you know, I hear about them when I get home, and, you know, it's kind of... I would like to be able to see some of the people who benefit from the sure. welding school and who get their GRE from the high school and all that uh, so they can graduate and have a better opportunity to be successful. But uh, we're always happy to do that, and we hope that, you know, somebody benefits from it. Amen. Coach, thank you. Miss Lauren, great to see you, young thank lady. You. Thank yeah, you. Lauren, appreciate you. I thank appreciate you, appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for being with us. We're back to wrap it up from Tuscaloosa right after this on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Adopt U.S. Kids presents... What to expect when you're expecting a teenager learning the lingo. Hundo P. Hundo P. Adjective. Short for being 100% sure or certain. As in, if we get a puppy, I'll Hundo P. always walk it. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. A ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update. I'm going to let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just pop some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. Warm place on a cold day. 
I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. At Alabama, it's all about hard work, commitment, and, of course, championships. At Golden Flake, we focus on the simple southern goodness of flavorful snacks and champion chips. So grab your favorite bag of Golden Flake snacks, because when you tailgate with Golden Flake, you're taking part in an Alabama football tradition. So pick up your favorite Golden Flake potato chips, pork skins, cheese puffs, or our great-for-dipping tortillas, and let the game begin. Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Roll with the tide at University Mall this football season. Spaces are still available for reserved RV parking for all the home games. Call 205-553-8414. Again, 205-553-8414. Or visit us online at university-mall.com for pricing and more information. Also, enjoy the convenience of the Tide Ride Shuttle, along with great indoor shopping and dining. At West Alabama's in-place-to-shop for over 30 years, University Mall. Well, we've had a great show here this evening. Now it's time to see what's on tap for the Crimson Tide. It's presented by Bud Light. Saturdays are better with a crisp Bud Light at your tailgate. Keep it crisp, Alabama, and please drive responsibly. This Saturday, Bama returns home to Bryant-Denny Stadium. It is an 11 o'clock in the morning kickoff against the Golden Eagles of Southern Mississippi. Our coverage will begin bright and early at 8 o'clock in the morning. That's this Saturday right here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. And that's going to do it for tonight's edition of Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. A big thank you to the folks here at Baumhauer's Victory Grill. Of course, Baumhauer is the official watch party location of the Crimson Tide. We thank so much Coach Glenn Putre from the rowing team for joining us. Lauren Sisler from ESPN and the SEC Network was our special media guest. And, of course, Nick Saban with us taking your calls and comments. Our engineer producer here at Baumhauer's has been Tom Stipe. Our studio engineer, the inimitable Jerry Kelly. I'm Eli Gold. Again, we thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you Saturday morning at 8 o'clock with kickoff at 11 for the Tide and the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. Until then, have a great rest of the week. Good night and roll Tide. Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this has been Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. Presented by Alpha Insurance. For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. Hey Coach is also brought to you by Ford. For great offers on F-150, see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Golden Flake, the official potato chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Coca-Cola, share a Coke. Chick-fil-A, the Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are proud partners of the Crimson Tide. Toyota, visit your local Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. And by Bud Light. This football season, keep it crisp with Bud Light. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Crimson Tide Sports Network.